Welcome to Victorious Living. People can act spiritual and they can fool me and they can fool you and others can fool, you know, even themselves. But no, uh, righteousness is not your holiness. It's your manner of living. Am I making my voice too much? Am I going on? It's your manner of living. Giving diligence, add to your faith and go down the list. Doing those things and being obedient to those things will bring you to a place that I can say, John, you are spiritual. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us part two of his message, Growing Up Spiritually. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares Growing Up Spiritually. Now let's go, let's go over into 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. What are we talking about? We're talking about what does it mean to grow spiritually. We grow in these things and add these things to our faith and continue to add them or keep them present with our faith so that our faith can grow. And our faith can be growing when we leave this earth because you, can, you cannot... Uh, What's the word? Uh, you, can, you cannot reach the end of God's grace. It goes and goes and goes and goes. All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. And this is the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Corinth and to the saints who are at Corinth. How many of you know this morning that you are a saint if you have believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ? So I've heard people say they equate being a saint to the way they live. And so a person, I've, I've heard this, a person say, well, I'm certainly no saint, but what they were referring to is something in their life or some point or, or something in their walk with God they had missed or had not been practicing. But what they say, I'm certainly not a saint. Yes, you are. If you're born again, you are a saint of God. Just like righteousness, you are righteous the moment that you were born again. You were made to be in right standing with God the moment that you were born again. You can't work to get righteous. Your righteousness in, in from the natural viewpoint, the Bible says that our righteousness is as filthy rags. So in other words, it's of no good to God but it is the righteousness that he bestows upon us that comes from Jesus that God approves of that righteousness. And so we see then that everything in our life and our walk with God comes from God. So now no, notice what he said. First uh, Corinthians three, verse one, and, and we'll move off of this verse here. Uh, you know, and say a few comments about it, about it, perhaps. And I, brethren, Paul said, I to the Corinthian saints, uh, the, the 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 saints at Corinth. Now look what he said. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. 
So these people in Corinth that he's writing to have been saved. They have accepted the Lord as their personal savior, but he said to them, I couldn't talk to you as spiritual. So you see, just because you're born again doesn't mean you're spiritual. It just simply means you're born again. And so it, uh, just because you uh, are born again doesn't mean that you produce your own human righteousness because God gives you his righteousness. He who knew no sin was made to be sin that we be made, that we could be made what? The righteousness are in right standing with God that we could be made the righteousness of God. Righteousness is not holiness. Righteousness is your position with Christ. And so the holiness is the lifestyle and those kinds of things, you know, that pertains to the way we live. But righteousness come from the blood of Jesus, comes from the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. It comes from the price that he paid. And when I accepted Christ, I was birthed into Christ and thereby I took on. I became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So I am righteous. Whether I feel righteous or not, I am righteous. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I have a position Righteousness gives me the right to appear in the presence of the one who made me righteous. And so if these things are not abounding in our life, are not happening in our life that I've already talked about, then in my mind, my righteousness does not fit the, the, the definition scripturally because human righteousness is... Uh, is nothing but rags so forth in the sight of God. Okay, now let me get back to my thought. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but yet they're saved, they're born again. So there are our Christians, any one of us, but there are Christians who come to church, good people, good people, good neighbors, good moms, good dads, good workers, all that I could say, but there are people who come to church who are not spiritual. And so, you know, you may say, well, how, how can, how do you do that? I'm just saying what the Bible said. So that Paul said, the apostle Paul said, I brethren, you know, now notice he called them brethren. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. Why? Because these things are not present in their life. But they're a Christian, they're born again, but these things are not present in their life. And so with the absence of these things in one's life, guess what? God does not see that individual as spiritual. Now, people can act spiritual. You know, give me an amen every once in a while. That helps me. People can act spiritual and they can fool me and they can fool you and others can fool, you know, even themselves. But no, uh, righteousness is not your holiness. 
It's your manner of living. Am I making my voice too much? Am I going on? It's your manner of living. Giving diligence, add to your faith and go down the list. Doing those things and being obedient to those things will bring you to a place that I can say, John, you are spiritual. It doesn't mean that he's a prophet. It doesn't mean that he's a pastor. It doesn't mean that he's an evangelist. It doesn't mean that at all. It simply means that he is a Christian. He's a child of God, and he is in right standing with God, and he's adding these things to his faith, so thereby he is walking in the holiness of God. And so without holiness... I don't know why I'm going down this road here. I guess I'm talking to myself. Without holiness, no man shall see God. What does that mean? That means that God will not reveal himself in revelation to the individual who is not walking in holiness. Everybody's still here. Okay, well, can you say that a little louder? Amen. Okay, all right. So we see then here that carnal, let me tell you what carnal is. Carnal, please understand that I'm not saying that a person is a bad person. That's not what I'm saying. I'm simply talking from God's viewpoint as best I know how. It says carnal is to try to communicate with God and please him while living our life solely after the appetites of our fleshly desires put above our spiritual desires. I'm carnal. When, I, when, I, when this is present and happening in my life, I am carnal. In other words, I'm living my life by the dictates of my flesh, by the dictates of my physical desires, by the dictates of what my flesh craves or what my flesh wants. It, the Bible simply calls that carnal. Doesn't call you, now I want to be sure I'm, I'm uh, saying what I should say, that it doesn't mean you're a bad person, but it means that you are not walking close with God. And so that means this, people, listen to me carefully. That means this, that when you say you're believing God, your faith's not working. Amen. Your faith's just not working, but you feel good. I don't know about you. I'm just using that as, as a term or a word. Uh, your faith is not working. So then we draw the conclusion, we people can draw the conclusion is, well, God has not heard me. God hasn't heard my prayer. God hasn't delivered for me. And we come up with a lot of false statements, false ideas that is contrary to truth. Jesus said it this way. I am the way. Now y'all talk up now. See, I preach long when you, when you, okay. What did Jesus say? I am the way. I am the, I am the life, Jesus Christ, Christ in us, the hope of glory. 
Christ in us is a life in us that we live out and it's holy. And it's connected real close with God. And when all of these things are working together, it enlivens, it expands, your faith works, and your faith is growing when all of these things are being. But you know, sometimes we don't want to go, we, we want God just to do it all. We just wish God would come along and do it all, but he doesn't. No, no. Why does he not? Does he not love you? He loves you enough to tell you how. Isn't that right? It, it, uh, why do you correct your kid? You, you love them enough to tell them how. And so we see then that there is so much connected in this, these verses of scripture that we have talked about that it behooves us to play our role, play our part, add to my faith, praise, prayer, on and on it goes. That's up to me and it's not up to God. Carnal is to be controlled by natural thinking as opposed to spiritual thinking. Spiritual thinking is to think in line with what God declares in his word. That is spiritual thinking. And then a carnal life. It's our hope that today's message, How to Receive God's Help, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 41. Today's special offer is 41. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.